this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today is Jason Bartz, the founder of Good Neighbor Fund, a micro-grant program started right here in Buffalo, New York, that awards $1,000 micro-grants to entrepreneurs and people with an idea that they hope to grow into a company. On this episode, Jason and I talk about the entrepreneurial ecosystem at large, the gap that he was trying to fill by starting Good Neighbor Fund, why he chose that as the name, and so much more about Western New York. Thanks so much for listening. Good Neighbor Fund is a nonprofit organization that I started that, uh, you know, our mission is to inspire new faces, new diverse faces to take that first step in the starting their own business. Uh, I, you know, we as an organization believe that entrepreneurship is is the you know the way to change someone's situation um and uh, we want to be there to support you know support new faces to take that first scary step into starting a business um a common thing that we hear from people that want to start you know want to start a business or have that idea that napkin idea written down is where do i begin and uh western new york has so many great organizations and and people here to support businesses uh but really at the at the very early stages uh, you know we saw a gap here and that's why we started good neighbor fund is to for one give a little belief capital to new founders a little support to get them started and then be that connecting tissue to the rest of the organize rest of the organizations in the community uh, to help them scale that business and support them in the future so tell folks a bit about your background. I know you were at, at ACV previously. So just give us a little elevator speech on that. Cause I think it, it'll, um, you know, help people understand like your background within the entrepreneurial ecosystem and lead us well through this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I guess I, you'd say that I got my start in the startup or entrepreneurial scene here in Buffalo when I started working at ACV. I joined fairly early on in 2017 when at the time 43 North and their portfolio companies, ACB included, worked within the Buffalo Niagara Medical Campus. Uh, and that was my first exposure to this that, hey, this, this kind of thing exists here in Western New York in Buffalo. Wow. It's kind of the thing that I would see on TV or in San Francisco or New York, right? Uh, and I started there at ACV, um, worked five years uh, through you know, starting with through our Series B, through our through our IPO, and in that time, I've had a couple of ventures, startups of my own, most of which failed. Everything from a uh, audio only social media app, Free Clubhouse, uh, through a peer to peer decluttering platform. Uh, everything was a learning experience, and one resounding uh, common thread though was, no matter who I would go to. Uh, posting on Slack or someone in the building or just reaching out to in Buffalo, everyone has been so supportive in helping me along my own entrepreneurial pathway and, and journey. And uh, Good Neighbor Fund really came out of that, just saying, hey, Buffalo really is the city of good neighbors. That's hence where we got the name from. Um, and that's why we got started. But after, after uh, I left ACV last year, I joined a uh, small seed stage fintech, uh, Vero Finance Technologies, and in New York, where currently I oversee uh, portfolio management and customer success. 
Awesome. I'm glad you mentioned the name and Buffalo being the city of good neighbors in that answer. Um, Cause I wanted to ask specifically about that. I know you have a Denver chapter now, I believe. Um, yes. But obviously good neighbor fund, the name comes from Buffalo, which to me is cool that no matter how many chapters you open or whatever, there, there will always be that tie to Buffalo in the name. Um, so just tell people a little bit like from, from your vantage point, because I think that's an interesting point. Like, and we have a lot of listeners that aren't from Buffalo. Um, yeah. What, what you think is maybe unique about this community, especially at this level of entrepreneurship at like the ideation, you know, napkin level. Um, and you're talking about micro grants of, of a thousand dollars. So there's kind of this, like the spirit, spirit of being a good neighbor, you know, like helping out your fellow Buffalonians. So, um, I know that's kind of a, a broad question, but I'm interested in, in your perspective of like the uniqueness of Buffalo as it pertains to this concept. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Our, our name obviously derived from the city of good neighbors. I went through some other ideas, but that's, I think the city of good neighbors, that's, you know, that nickname for Buffalo is the, honestly, the truest representation of Buffalo. We've went through tragedy over tragedy. We're talking tops last year. We're talking uh, snow, you know, the snowstorm, a couple Super Bowl losses. Uh, we've went through tragedy over tragedy, but but everyone here in Buffalo always rallies to help their neighbor. It's honestly, corny as it sounds, it is very inspiring. And I feel like that is a direct representation of Buffalo. And with Good Neighbor Fund, we do host one other chapter in Denver, which our Co-founder Susan is originally from Buffalo, uh, but in the future when we expand, we really want to carry that you know that feeling, that neighborly feeling to you know to other chapter cities. I think Buffalo is unique uh, as far as the small business, entrepreneurial, or startup scene in that it can be seen as very neighborly. I think Buffalo is one of the is the you know, smallest, medium, big size city, right? That's if I have a problem or if I have a question, really anyone that I would, would want to talk to is two phone calls away. And that's something that Jordan Walbester with Boot Sector, another great partner organization of ours says all the time. And it's it's so true. If, if any of our portfolio companies or anyone that's applied we always ask, where do you need help? And whether we award them a grant or not, we still want to be able to connect them uh, and help out uh, you know, where they need that help. And anytime we've reached out to the community, just said, hey, we have a founder that's looking for X, someone is always willing to step up, which I think is from you know some experience outside of the region, fairly unique that we are so tight knit uh, and always willing to help. I think even um, the name and, and that kind of brand helps to normalize entrepreneurship in a way and make it um, seem a little bit less like scary or, or standoffish too, which I'm sure um, like would be a, a, a big win for, for you and like would be, a, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but even a goal to make it like more attainable for for people to feel like this is a this is a neighborhood thing that your friends and physical neighbors do, and like a normal path that someone can take. I, um, you didn't take words in my mouth. That is, but that is a perfect representation of what we're doing. Everything from the name uh, to 
the branding. I don't know if you checked out our websites or anything that we post. Yeah. It's really to take that kind of that edge off of what you would see if you were looking at, I don't know, another state-sponsored organization or another fund, right? Doing something similar is we want to make it inviting, accessible, fun, uh, and reach a broader audience. Uh, we hosted our first kickoff events, uh, and we've been around since just January of this year, but we hosted our first kickoff event in March of this year. And our goal was, was really for our events to make them like that, like the the cookouts, right? The block party, the neighborhood block party. And that's how we branded them, where we can pull together your one, your usual crowd that you would see at small business or entrepreneurial events, your founders, entrepreneurs, investors, and whatnot. But we also saw a, a huge mix um, of 150 attendees where you had that crowd. We had students from UB, from Buff State, Canisius that made up a good percentage. And just people that were interested, interested in seeing what's going on, what Ganeva Fund's about, and what our mission is. So it was really inspiring to see that, uh, that broad mix. Um, and that's what we're looking to replicate at future events. We just had one in Denver where we did the same thing, just opening it up to just get the word of, get the word out uh, and make, make starting a business entrepreneurship, those ideas accessible and fun that really anyone can do this. And um, let me know if I'm rambling, but something that we heard from the students, uh, some of the UB students that attended the event is like, oh my God, this is, I'm right next to a, you know, talking with an, an investor. Or I'm talking with someone that started the business and just being able to throw people together uh, like you would bump, you know, bump arms at a barbecue, but making it that type of environment instead of listening to a speaker panel for an hour. Right. Yeah. Well, I can say even just in um, kudos to you because in, in like just desktop research for this podcast, I think that that comes through in, in the brand and the website and, and all the collateral. So I think that's great. Um, I want to talk a bit about really like the, the process of the grants and the type of individuals or ideas that you're looking for. So, um, I know on the website, there's a section for your portfolio. You've only been really around since January, you said, so I know it's early, but um, take us through like the type of people you're looking for and then criteria or review process um, should they kind of go through and apply. Yes. Yeah. We try and streamline this process and make it and reduce as many barriers to entry as possible because we want to see as many people say, hey, I have an idea. Let me just throw it out there, right? Um, just even that first, you know, that first step is tough sometimes. Um, so if you check the other application, it's one page, pretty simple. Um, but we do, you know, we are looking for the ideation stage founders. So that, I think you mentioned earlier, Greg, that napkin idea, that's what, you know, that's really what we're looking for. Um, we want to see as many new faces at the, you know, at the top of the funnel, where you could bring people into this ecosystem to eventually see them succeed, see them flourish, you know, planting these seeds of economic development and maybe, who knows, maybe in the future, someone to be a 43 North graduate or, or, or winner, right? But as far as the application process goes, it's fairly straightforward where we ask uh, an ideation, ideation stage founder to say, hey, what's, what's the problem you're trying to solve? How you're going to solve it? 
how do you see, you know, what do you see as your value prop? Um, how are you going to make money? And then one thing, one requirement we do have is a pitch video, 60 seconds for someone to take, you know, take the responses and just get into that practice of communicating it to someone else. We do look for, you know, we do look for passion in, in, you know, in the pitch, see that excitement uh, behind their idea. But that's the application process. It's it's fairly straightforward. There are some, a, a couple hard requirements or, you know, eligibility requirements where we are not funding existing businesses that are revenue generating, which it just doesn't make sense. And let's be real, it's a thousand dollar micro grant. So what is that going to do to a you know, to an existing business um, and consulting businesses or or really unclear use of funds. Uh, we do like to see, you know, how a, a founder is thinking through how they will use that first thousand dollars of seed money in starting their business. Is it beyond, you know, those, a couple of those guardrails you just mentioned, is it beyond those, is it industry agnostic? It is industry agnostic. So we will, uh, right now it is open to everything from a main street business. We've seen hot dog carts, barber shops, um, uh, bakeries, gardens, things like, uh, things like that, all the way to high growth SaaS, you know, software as a service type ideas. So really, you know, those two ends of the spectrum and everything in between. Um, and if I could keep rolling with that, uh, outside of the micro grants, uh, one thing that we we really strive to do is to be that connecting tissue to other organizations. So once you know we've awarded the micro grants, we want to then introduce those founders based on their needs that they tell us at the time of application to their type of business and connect them to local organizations that can help take them further. Right? Are they a BIPOC founder on the east side? We can introduce them to what Derek is doing with the exchange of Beverly Gray, or is it a high growth startup idea? Maybe we introduce them to Cultivator uh, through the University of Buffalo, but we're able to help them through that process and and you know guide them to where, to an organization that may make more sense for them to scale them in the future. That's great. And then from your end, how are the, uh, how are the micro grants Funded. I saw a donation portal on the website, which was interesting. So I'm curious, just yes. um, you know, from the other side, how the money's coming in from the quote unquote good neighbor, you know, the city of good neighbors. Yep. Yes. Thank you for bringing this up. This is uh, a part of Good Neighbor Fund, which I'm, which I love and I'm super passionate about. But Good Neighbor Fund is structured as a collective giving circle. So you and anyone listening, if you're unfamiliar with that model, it's an alternative form of philanthropy, whereas instead of rounding up when you when you buy something at Rite Aid or you are um, writing a check to a foundation and it, you don't really know where those funds are going. You know they're going to an organization that may have a great cause and don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I do this too. Uh, but collecting giving circles um, allow the members of that giving circle to pool their own funds, resources, and networks and also decide where each dollar goes. So that's how we're structured. Our members, we call limited partners, uh, LPs. Uh, there's 18 total right now where we are self-funding our micro-grant program. That's, you know, first then that is, uh, that's where the funds come from. Um, and then our, 
you know, same, the RLPs are then the ones reviewing the applications and, and coming to consensus on how we distribute the funds. Um, on top of that, I guess you can consider us a giving circle plus because we do accept outside donations as well. Uh, we're partnered with Boot Sector, who, who powers our financial back end. They're a registered 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, so all donations are processed through Boot Sector. And then through our events um, and uh, through our events and newsletter and other activities, we're also open to sponsorships as well. And everything goes towards our microgram program because this is a 100% volunteer-led, community-led organization. Awesome. So you've been, um, it's kind of, I think your past interesting because now with Good Neighbor Fund and you took us through your background a little bit before, you've really kind of been at, at both ends of the entrepreneurial ecosystem in some ways, right? Um, ACV, you know, starts as a, a small company and, and you mentioned that you were pretty early in in 2017 but now you know public on the nasdaq and kind of graduated to this obviously completely different level um and juxtapose that next to a thousand dollar micro grants for you know a, a barber shop or a community garden and some of that stuff um, i just think it's super interesting that juxtaposition um and i was talking about or i was interested in hearing you talk about like why that kind of wide breadth of resources is so important for an entrepreneurial ecosystem. Um, you know, you, there's good neighbor fun. And then you talked about the ability to triage people to other folks, whether it's cultivator launch, quarters, your North, you know, Beverly gray, a small business center, you know, whatever it might be. I'm interested in, in your take of having gone through kind of both ends of the spectrum. Why do you think that breadth of resources is so important? Yes, no, absolutely. I, I, I've seen, I think, a little bit of everything. Um, the uh, ACV was an, an incredible experience of starting pretty early on and, and seeing that momentum, but also seeing the, the network effect, you know, that halo effect of what one great success story can have. Now with ACV post-IPO, you know, some people have left, myself included, um, but we see what's happening and kind of the national attention that draws and just local attention and the the awareness that, hey, th this is possible. And we're seeing more, you know, an uptick of people wanting to take that first step and just going back to our mission, just not knowing where to begin. Um, I was there myself and I've had a couple, you know, a couple ventures. Where do I start? How do I form a business? Not knowing where to start or where to, where to get connected. Starting a business is super difficult and scary on its own, uh, but it's even more difficult not having the resources and the networks available, which is yeah, uh, you know part of our main value prop um, with Good Neighbor Funds. Um, and we see a lot of value in trying to build as many partnerships with other organizations like the ones we've already talked about with Food Sector, The Exchange, um, 43 North, you know, to name a few, also Pitch Hamburg. I mean, check out our website, but we're always looking to, to build these partnerships because when we talk about the, the renaissance of Buffalo and putting Buffalo on the map, I mean, you know, we've seen a year ago, we saw the first uptick in population. We are on that upward swing. And, you know, in order to really get there, it's all hands on deck. We all need to be working together. When I've talked with a lot of leaders with 
other organizations, one common thread is that is that for one, a lot of the public is unaware that another organization exists um, or how we can work together and what stages. Uh, and that's why it's so important for us to to really not be afraid to say, hey, you know, maybe we're not a good fit for you, but this other organization is. Let me introduce you uh, to really you know, see more success stories. If all the organizations and people in the you know in this ecosystem are working together. That's great. Well, I really appreciate your time and everything you're doing for the community through Good Neighbor Fund and all of your uh, involvement in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Really, uh, before I let you go, we always end on a couple hard hitting blizzard round questions. So number one, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would you be? Oh, man, I would have to say um, I would have to say I'm a big fan of the um, Oh my God, big fan of, I'm trying to think of the name now, uh, Cherry Garcia ice cream, Ben Jerry's. Great choice. Good, just, good juxtaposition of sweet and, you know, a little savory. There you go. Yeah. What's a, a book or TV show that you'd recommend? Oh my goodness. Um, really putting me on the spot there. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> um, book, I would have to say the best read that i've had greg can i take a look at behind me um yeah i do see the bookshelf behind you that's helpful yeah i might have to say oh, okay you know what i'm going to go with um i'm going to go with meditations marcus aurelius uh short read uh but it's a good read to have every couple of years is just a way to reframe yourself your way of thinking but um for the listeners marcus aurelius was a a roman roman emperor philosopher emperor uh, that really took on um, studying uh, stoicism uh, and the philosophy behind that. So it's a great read. Oh, great. and TV show. Um, I just started getting into succession. I know it's just ending, but I just got into it and it's a pretty interesting uh, watch so far. So nice. I love succession is one of my favorite shows and I've never read meditations, but I follow a couple of uh, stoicism accounts on Instagram and, and Ryan Hamilton, who was one of the big writers in that. I think that's his last name, Ryan something. But um, Holiday, yep. I got a couple of Ryan Holiday there up there too. But he makes it super accessible because yep. reading meditations is it's readable and everything. Ryan will take that and make it like add in real life scenarios, you know, to really amplify that you know the message. Yeah, well, great choices. How about um, a couple of quicker ones? Do you prefer a text or a phone call? Text. I, I kind of that stereotypical millennial where if my phone rings, um, I'm just going to silence it or wait for them to leave a voicemail. So text message. Sorry, guys. Fair. How about hiking or skiing? Never been skiing. A little too afraid. I'll go for a hike, though. Bills or sabers? Bills all the way. Go Bills, baby. Last question. Most important, chicken wings. Do you prefer a drumstick or a flat? All right, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I don't want to get too much hate. I, I do not eat meat. <laughs> okay, but when Never I was, it was, a, it was a it was a drumstick for sure. I don't. It was too much work with the wing. Let's be real. Yep, I'm with you. I think like I don't know if you do like the cauliflower wings, but those remind me more of a drumstick. All right, you have to try the Satan <laughs> wings. Satan wings, however you want to pronounce that, S E I T A N, at either 
at either uh, Cafe 59 or um, Strong Hearts. They're delicious. It's almost the same consistency as chicken. Try them out sometime. They're great. Perfect. Lots of great recommendations on the way out. But uh, really appreciate your time and everything you're doing for the community. Thanks so much. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me. Bellringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's nonprofit, privately funded economic development organization, bringing new jobs for our neighbors and new investment for our neighborhoods. Come grow your business with us. 